KPFK 90.7 FM, kpfk.org. Hey, this is another episode of World Massive with your boy D-Painter right here. Your weekly dose of global-based music every Friday night to Saturday morning, midnight to 2 a.m. Shout out my partner, DJ Potiera. She'll be back next week. Oh, yeah, we got some good music here today. Plus an interview. Yes, I got a guest. You know, I prefer guests up in here. I can't talk by myself. All the way from Angola, France. I don't know. He's all over the place. Every time I talk to him, he's in a different country at a fashion show. I don't know. But his name is Coriandu, songwriter, singer, fashion designer extraordinaire with a a great intellect for the history of certain styles of music we're going to be discussing later. So I'm really looking forward to this uh, conversation that we're going to have. But in the meantime, I got a lot of new music and some hot up-and-coming tracks that you may have heard already, including this one. This is Dumplin' by Stylo G. It's the remix with Sean Paul. Ready for the thumping, ready for the thumping, ready for the thumping. Bad bad girls step out, I'm stunting. Queen, my ties them tick like pumpkin. Uh, look pal, me big body jumping. My money tick like a camel dumpling. Remix style of the vocal range. Black and beautiful, so me not play. Me no play, me no chat, me no eye girl. Me money make a girl act suicidal. Girl, girl fake like me weave them. Oh lord, girl say she bad, me no believe them. Rich, watch how me a beat them. Chanel, Fendi, me Louis V them But there's female out there, tell them to confront Location a change and the money me a on First class up front, it a lip a girl a grunt Me bank a cone, fatter than my front We out and bad Stunting Them girl a say we sweet like pumpkin True with Kyle them tick like dumpling Kyle them tick like dumpling Out and bad Stunting Them girl a say we sweet like pumpkin True with Kyle them tick like dumpling Kyle them tick Blazing and blunting Make way for the big truck shunting Stead steadily be boom boom hunting Now no time for the wine or the gunting Yeah yeah me mighty I just fronting Run the girl them water like fountain From them sitting it buff up like a mountain Climb to the peak, no rerouting Me love kinny girl and me love plumping hey, Anyone who no come give me something And a day now we eat now hunting Gear on to hear me a giddy girl pumping See then now when the sound start jumping Y'all them a flip it and a dip it and a run things See then now when the vibe get drunkin' Y'all want see the color look and the dumpling bang 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 We all damn bad Stunting Them y'all a say we sweet like pumpkin True we Kyle them tick like dumpling Kyle them tick like dumpling All damn bad Stunting Them y'all a say we sweet like pumpkin True we Kyle them tick like dumpling Kyle them tick like dumpling Man out and stunting Kyle them tick like dumpling Girl with big body jumping Action ready for the thumping Fresh like Portland eh? Truffy just cast at the boatland Trust calculate the total Now the money make me get antisocial Man straight like my pants them Oh lad Cause he got the weed and the blem Girl I come cross bring a friend And them I feel like for me friend them Boom boom soon see that pull up the yeng yeng Warnings, pain tone, cheng cheng We not too chatty chatty big friend Antaraj, when you see the text him We all damn bad Stunting Them gala say we sweet like pumpkin True we Kyle them tick like dumpling Kyle them tick like dumpling All damn bad Stunting Them gala say we sweet like pumpkin True we Kyle them tick like dumpling Kyle them tick like dumpling
Massive right here, 90.7 FM KPFK, 98.7 FM Santa Barbara, 93.7 FM San Diego, and 93.3 FM Ridgecrest China Lake. What's going on, everybody? 
I got my guest right here, Coriandu. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm good. Yeah, so as I was saying, you're sort of a man of many hats. Uh, (laughs) A jet setter, if you will. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) You wish? Yeah. I've been in L.A. with no vacation for like five years, whereas you're like constantly getting your passport stamped. Yeah, well, I I go wherever work takes me and wherever they're paying me to go. Hey, I need your job. You hiring? hiring? Uh, Well, if the people that that hire me are hiring, I'll I'll let you know. Yeah, you let me know if there's an opening. Uh, I'll start at the bottom. I'll work my way up. Yeah, but I was saying earlier, you're a singer. Uh, I've seen the clips of you on TV singing on the talk shows. You know, as they say, you're big in Europe. You're big in Africa. Well, kind of, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. Work in progress. Well, you're doing it. You're doing it. (laughs) Plus, you have the We Do Fashion line. Yes. Which uh, I, you blessed me with some shirts last year yeah. that pop up in my Instagram feed regularly. And yes, I get thank you. On. <laughs> well, glad, glad they're working out for you. Yeah. yeah well, I, I like to keep it fun. Keep it fun? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're definitely doing that. I know right now you also have a you have a pop up in LA that's yes. going on through December. Correct? Yeah, exactly. So I have a pop up in here in LA um, with a lot, I would say, of sort of favorite looks that people sort of online have sort of noticed and complimented, uh, as well as my new collection for 2020. And it just opened um, earlier in the fall, and it will be all the way to December. Uh, we're going to be having like the sort of like cyber cyber monday will extend pretty much from like that monday to the end of the pop-up in december so there'll be lots of fun sales and and exclusive samples also that i'll be doing sales of um at that pop-up on la cienega here in west hollywood what's the intersection la cienega it is uh it's 346 north la cienega so it's like right near like the beverly center oh perfect perfect place to do it yeah all right and then music wise what do you have going on? Uh, so I uh, released my latest uh, work digitally. It's called The Love Experiment. So it's on all digital platforms. Um, and I have some some of the videos that I did for that um, on my YouTube page, which is Coriandu. Um, and yeah, and it's been it's been fun because I had not really released any mu- any music in a while um, uh, because I had been kind of busy with other <laughs> other work that I do Jet in the creative setting. field. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially because, well, within fashion, it's funny. Although I started sort of doing like style styling work and designing, nowadays I work more um, in the modeling industry. Um, hey, <laughs> again, yeah. As soon as you're hiring, yeah. So, um, so as that that kind of has kept me busy because right now, I think it's very nice that they're giving a lot of African models more opportunities, and um, I'm asked by by different uh, international agencies to scout and find sort of cool, interesting new African talent for them. So that sort of keeps me busy and it has been keeping me busy for a while. So it's fun to be able to make music and to perform again, which I started doing more of this year. I mean, we got the plugs out the way. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think so. So I want to talk more about just, just music in general. We're going to mm-hmm. just have a conversation here. Yes. As we've, we've been known to do online <laughs> yeah. and prompted me to want to bring you here because you, you've done... Not just you're not just a fan and participant, mm-hmm. but you've actually gone to school and written thesis. Yes, thesis yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on on subjects including like Kaduro music. Yeah, that is native to your home, yeah, Angola. To, to yeah, specifically to to the city where I was born, Luanda. Because uh, oh, okay, yeah, because Kuduro, which is very interesting, because. I think Kuduru, the well, the history of Kuduru has undergone a very interesting transformation since people in, as we call it, the West discovered it, because. Um, well, I'll give you my yeah, my yeah. journey with Kuduru. Yeah. As with most people, mm-hmm. ten years ago, yeah. with the whole electro dance movement that that mm-hmm. sprung up, the, that led to the EDM explosion. Yeah. Uh, Baraka Som Sistema. Yeah. With the help of MIA, mm-hmm. sort of just introduced it to a lot of DJs yeah. on the in the Western and, world. And Mr. Diplo, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> of course Diplo introduces us to everything that's not Western. And if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't know anything. And uh, yeah, and just so you know, Baraka Som Sistena is actually a Portu- Portuguese group 
And, yeah. and Angola was a colony of the Portuguese. Correct. So they're Portuguese. A lot of the map. So it's interesting because Buraca is a very interesting representation because many of them are Portuguese. Some of them are Angolan and others are of like different Portuguese speaking origins. Like for example, Blaya, who was their lead singer and sort of like famous for like the dance moves. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she's actually Portuguese Brazilian because like she's Brazilian but she's also like from Portugal. So it's interesting because she has like two very different Portuguese speaking cultures together in the same person. But she was making primarily like an African genre of electronic music, which yes. which I think was like an interesting mix and sort of lends itself very well to the kind of music she's making now. And a lot because a lot of the Buraka now are doing their own thing and it's very interesting to see what they're like doing outside of like the band. Again, when when I was introduced to it, yeah. it was this this idea, this phenomenon of these people who were living in cities mm-hmm. that were from afar looked third world mm-hmm. using outdated technology with cracked software to create this whole new computer generated genre of dance music. Mm-hmm. And I remember you telling me, no. That's no, not that's not exactly Yeah, so that's accurate. yeah, because I would say that is two thousand Scuduro. Um because But it goes beyond that. It goes back So it didn't yeah. start when I found out about it in two thousand eight. No, it didn't fi- it didn't start when most when Diplo told me about m- it. Yeah, exactly. It didn't find it didn't really happen uh, when that happened. And interestingly enough, there are certain parts of Europe, like for example France and obviously Portugal, because I guess they have a well, in France, they have a very strong relationship with African music and a very vibrant African community. And I would say of European countries, them and maybe like the Netherlands to some degree, but more so France, have a deeper relationship. Like you will hear uh, contemporary African music of most African genres, but especially contemporary uh, African dance music on commercial radio in France. You will not, yeah. Prior to the quote-unquote Afrobeats movement, you would not hear any contemporary African music in European radio. Well, American radio is a whole other story. Yeah, we all get it. Yeah, but but European, you would not hear that at all. Like, with very rare exceptions whenever someone had like a runaway hit. But you would not hear that. In France, that's always been the case. Which is why lots of different, you'll even see lots of different artists from different countries in Africa who you know got record deals and moved to Paris and have you know very successful careers to this day and even a lot of young musicians from who are African tend to go there because I think that particular industry they've like I think they've embraced the commercial value of African and Caribbean music. So you say Paris more than maybe any of the other European yeah, cities? Yeah, st- I think still till this day. Because do you it, think it's due to the, the level of immigration that's it, happened? It has to do with immigration for one, but also because looking at it, because for example, obviously I'm Angolan. Angola was a Portuguese colony. I am also, because I'm Angolan, but it's very funny that I'm half Portuguese, like from Europe, because like... One side of my family is like fully Angolan and the other one, like both of my, so both of my mom's parents are biracial. <laughs> um, and it's very interesting that they have a very strong rooting in both their Angolan culture, but also their European culture. So I kind of grew up with sort of both worlds at the same time. So one thing that I kind of noticed, especially when I started going to other p- parts of Europe, was that I think Portugal still has a very complicated relationship with their colonial history um, to where I think, well, I would say in the case of Angola, we've kind of like, Angolans, we kind of healed and we're like, we're over it, we're ready to move on and live our lives, whereas in Portugal, they're still kind of holding on to a few past resentments and not letting go, but I think... So you're saying Angolan immigrants within... Portuggese society no, are holding no, the grudge. Are you no, saying actual I'm, I'm European about, Portuguese I'm talking are about, holding on to no, some kind every, of grudge? No, no, every Portuguese. The, the European ones, the African all of them. Everybody's mad. But that's also because pettiness is very cultural in <laughs> Portuguese culture. <laughs> and hey, fa, like, I didn't say like, like No, I would say like Fado music would not be so beautiful, so soulful and tortured had it not, you know, had our culture not been a little bit petty <laughs> to some degree. But I think it's more of um, people have not started certain conversations that will lead to that healing yet but on the other token culturally speaking 
there's a very large influence, especially from Angola and from Cape Verde, in mainstream Portuguese culture. Because a lot of like baby boomers uh, from Portugal, a lot of them were born in an African country and they moved to Portugal after the colonies ended, which was like in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people like who, um, yeah, who are like, again, my parents' age um, or so in Portugal, they may look white, but they grew up in Africa and they moved there. So they probably, you know, their kids grew up listening to African music to some some degree. So, you know, cases like Buraka are very common because their generation's parents listen to a lot of different sort of African things in their household or they have African ancestry. So they will make things that will be like a mix or an homage right. to that in some way. So let's jump to some music right now. Yes. And then we're going to come back and continue this discussion. Of course. The immediate thought was to go to some Barack. Buraka. But, Baraka, but uh, well, what about, what about, you brought a lot of music. Yeah. So how about we go to some of... old school Kududo, actually? Let's do that. Let's start, <laughs> yeah. let's start at the beginning. Yes. And we'll work our way forward. Yes. All right. Uh, is there anything in particular you can you can pull off the top of your head? Yes. I would say a good classic to start with is uh, Wakimono by Narcobeta in Puto Português. Um, just because I guess it's a very iconic song um, although uh, Nacobeta is no longer with us but Puto Portuguese has, has, is having a very thriving uh, career right now um, in music still so yeah that's a good one alright so you heard it here we got Coriando yeah this is Deep Painter this is World Massive right here on KPFK don't go nowhere DJ Fayana Wakimono Tassa Wakimono, 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 Wakim
Right here on World Massive KPFK 90.7 FM. My name is D Painter. Oh, yeah. All you people that are listening right now that are of Brazilian descent that love listening to DJ Potero every other week are probably in heaven right now. <laughs> Maybe some music you're not you're not used to, but it's yeah. your language. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you are hearing some similar influence there. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. This is not the Kuduru I am normally used to hearing, which is yeah. a little, like you said, sort of Diplo-ish translation yeah. of it. It is. What yeah. was the first song that we heard? So the first song was uh, it's a it's a classic, one of my favorites. It's Wakimono um, by Nakobeta featuring Puto Português. Um, and Wakimono means "Do you see what I mean?" in Kimbundu, which is a a regional language uh, from Angola. And the yeah. second track so the second definitely is, has some Brazilian influence. It does in because it is a collaboration between an Angolan artist. Her name is Titika. Uh, and she's very well known because she's the first like openly trans, like major contemporary African artist from Angola. And Pablo Vitar, who is now infamous worldwide, who's like a very well-known drag performer from okay. Brazil, okay. who's now a huge international pop star, won like I think the first uh, drag performer to win like an MTV um Museum Video Music Award. So yeah, and that's Komi Baza, which is their their like duet. Which when is, did that come out? Uh, that came out, I believe, like last year, like late last year. In the first track, uh, Wakamono, you were saying that's yeah, what, that's old, you were so, telling me that's old school. Relatively uh, old school. That's relatively what, old school. Yeah, because if you, if you want really old school, and it's hard to find. Uh, it would be like like early '90s Kuduro, which sounds very different. 
uh, like even more uh, uh, in relation to that. And I would say, but Wakimono is still kind of reflective of that style because Kuduro really started in the late 80s and early 90s, where lots of artists and DJs were experimenting with mixing traditional music from Luanda, like especially like Simba music and music from Carnival, from Angolan Carnival, with electronic music uh, and beats and sort of doing like interesting like live mixes of stuff. Uh, so that, like, Wakimono still kind of has that vibe a little bit. So there's the, th- uh, the third song that was played, which was Carnaval do Arraso, which was Vigilio Fire and DJ Mania. Um, they kind of still have that, I would say, sound that's reminiscent of some of the 90s Angolan sound of traditional music mixed with electronic beats. Uh, a lot of Kuduru still kind of has that vibe but now there's so many other influences that have gone into it because Kuduro's been around for almost 30 years now so yeah and that's what I'm guessing myself along with a lot of other people listening didn't know and right now we're going through this whole period of African music yes becoming pop Mm -hmm. but the only issue with that is it's coming from two regions it's coming from very specific areas of West Africa Mm -hmm. and South Africa so South Africa Afro House uh, Calm Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm a Piano and then the the Afrobeat sound from like from Ghana and Nigeria and a little bit of Ivory Coast but usually it's like Ivorian beats or like Orkupedekale but as interpreted by someone from Nigeria or Ghana okay Um, and even those I would say there are a lot of which is sad but true. So there are a lot of uh, really good songs, even within those genres, that don't really make uh, radio play outside because they're considered like too intense. Too for, intense. Too intense for Western ears. In what sense? And, and I've actually heard this firsthand from someone when I was when I uh, started working in Europe. When they're like, "Oh yeah, like it's too intense." So See, I gotta hear so of so whenever uh, well, such as some of the stuff that I just played. And it's funny that there um, have been a lot of artists, especially African artists, who are able to cross over and become pop in the, I would say, global sense. Yeah. Um, some of them start to sort of like tame down a lot of like their beats, a lot of like the instruments they use, uh, and some of them even go as far as having like when they perform certain songs, especially with, like for an African crowd or within the African continent, it's like a different version than what they perform <laughs> for like an American crowd. It, it, it could be like the same exact song. But they play like a more palatable <laughs> version. I, I guess. get it. I'm, like I'm a big grime fan. And yeah. I know, I know you lived in in the UK. For yeah, a while, yeah, right? yeah. I did. Yeah. So you're familiar. And, and when Dizzy Rascal brought mm-hmm. it, was yeah. the one that kind of broke through to the international yeah. crowd. I was really excited to hear him live. Yeah. And I had been hearing bootlegs mm-hmm. of grime shows in the UK, which were basically warehouse parties. Yeah. And it had a very dance hall style of, of of show where they might do two lines of the verse and suddenly wheel up wheel up wheel up wheel yeah, up yeah, exactly. and then it's just this constant like interruption of the music but then it gets everybody fired up yeah. and then they go right back into it and then it's just everybody's jumping and yeah. singing you can hear the crowd going crazy and I was like I need to see this live mm-hmm. you know I've seen Buju Bantan and yeah. Capleton and people like that but this was like something different with the same energy wanted to hear it then I go see him live and he he was smart came to the United States played songs straight through mm-hmm. the second verse he might throw in a biggie instrumental yeah you know third verse throwing like a exactly. Jay-Z instrumental and he kept people engaged great show nothing like what he was doing no, for the core audience no it's not it's also because well speaking of, of London specifically um, and the UK like the ur- like urban parts of the UK it's again there's a little bit more cultural exposure because in the UK you do have that like Caribbean influence also a lot of the English speaking African countries have lots of the communities there so people like the rest of the public get exposed to the music the food a lot of cultural things become part of like the lexicon which is why you had things like Ali G who was like Sasha Baron Cohen's character who was sort of like that sort South London hood <laughs> like hood guy but he took took a lot of his influences and the words he used it's quite interesting because it's like an, a mix of like the African Caribbean and like South Asian Brits created their own sort of like urban culture that then became mainstream so it's 
I found that interesting because yeah. you, you said Caribbean, African, and Indian community. Yeah. Kind Not of, just Indian, South Asian. South Asian, <laughs> yeah. Kind of mixing together. Yeah. And We're, you wouldn't see those communities. You'll see Caribbean and African yeah. definitely together at events. There's definitely a separation when you're talking about South Asians. Yeah, there is, I would say... There, weirdly enough, societally speaking, you do see that separation. But when it comes to music, especially like younger musicians, you do see them kind of joining, and they're like their cultural cultures will rub off on each other, which is why there's it's quite interesting. Like with grime, and I think is the best example because grime has a lot of, as you mentioned, like dance hall. So there's like a Caribbean flavor to it, but then there's something very like London basement rave kind of aspect to it which i think for example someone who is afro-british will relate to that but someone who's like african-american will not relate to that someone who is south african or angolan or like or nigerian who has not experienced that will not relate to that because our cultural references are different makes sense yeah on that note let's get into some music and then when we come back i want to talk more about how although we're getting all this great music uh, from Africa right now that's mm-hmm. hitting, that's crossing over uh, it's, it's a massive continent yes it's, there's a lot more happening there mm-hmm. including what's going on in Angola and yes. I want to learn more about that mm-hmm. so again we have international singer fashion designer Coriandu in studio yeah. with us right now want to go into something more traditional yes or I would love new? to play I would love to play so people sort of know what I'm talking about something yeah. that's like traditional and probably where some kuduro sort of took its inspiration from before it got electronic so yeah it would be wonderful to play some Voto Gonçalves um, who's an amazing legendary just like I would say performer who's very inspiring alright you listen to World Massive right here on KPFK 90.7 FM we'll be right back with more discussion with Coriandu after this music break Watch it, 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 watch it
limão. Tá no limão. Olha a gasosa, olha a gasosa. Ela é nervosa, ela é gostosa. Quando eu levi, não me contive, me aproximei. Lhe ofereci um drink, falou merci, o lala enchante. Again, it's a family out. Baby, a ton must excel. Everybody, put your hands up. Up, up in the air, clipping, 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 clipping,
que agrada Com as cadeiras a menear Clube dos fofinhos a rimar Representing the Cadley Club Paralelo pito no ar Coriondo e na Sempre, sempre, sempre a rasgar Vamos, vamos, vamos bailar Paralele, paralele pípedo Paralele, paralele pípedo Sons curiosos da banda Saborosos tipo mapangas Bailem só não tenham quijila Do Alvalade ao Panguila Coriondo e Namai Sempre, sempre, sempre a rasgar Paralele pípedo no ar Paralele, paralele pípedo Paralele, paralele pípedo Pipe, tu tá me salvando